0: seem very good. I don't believe you.
1: Yes, we are ready. Okay.
0: Why is it so hard to start this dumb thing? Okay. Welcome. No. Nope. What do I do? How do I do this? <laughs> Go. <laughs> hey,
1: we haven't had like a three month break like we've done before. No, so I no excuses. You think I should know how to do this? <laughs> Yeah, Jack. Where is that um, camera thing? Oh, <laughs> take we need take four. We take need the sound three. on an app. Well, something. we do. Yeah. We do. That'd be cool.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. There. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Welcome. Nope. How? Hi. What? <laughs> oh my god. That's it. That's it. This is gonna be a great episode, guys. <laughs> so good. <laughs> 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 I don't know how to start. I'm just going to say our name. Shh. <laughs> 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 shit. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Sh- we Dirty Bucks. Okay. Is it, we just say welcome? We do? We rarely start it that way. Uh, sometimes. Oh, we <laughs> say hey, guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <I> hey. <hate> <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, shit, I this don't is know a, how to start. This. this.
1: I don't know where I'm going to cut any of this
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Everyone's
1: Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! What
0: is happening? I <laughs> know I definitely can't do it. <laughs> do you want me to? Do it? <laughs> too much pressure. <laughs> okay. There's too much. I'm just gonna start talking, and eventually I'll say it. Teleprompter. We there. need a teleprompter. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta stop laughing. Gotta mm. calm down. Welcome! This is Shh. We're Reading Dirty Books and I'm Kalina. And I'm Saylat. Hi! <laughs> that was a challenging wow. intro today.
1: I think you just walked like front stage on the front of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is me
0: every day. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's so, it's been a long weekend. It long, has lots been.
1: Lots of days. Lots of Good stuff. Yes, but tiring. I'm but exhausted. tiring, busy stuff. So Stop. on our last episode, you closed on your condo. Yes, and this episode, you closed on
0: my house. house. Yeah. So, so con- I sold the condo, bought Yay. my house. Yay! Congratulations!
1: I hurt my back painting your walls.
0: Yeah, I hurt my back pa- <laughs> painting my walls <laughs> <laughs> and scraping my ceilings. And yeah. Doing a lot of physical labor. mm Hmm. And I'm tired, I and I haven't bet. even moved yet. <laughs> That's next weekend. I know
1: <laughs> it's going to be insane, know. but it's good. Good stuff. You have a beautiful backyard. I do. The house is so cute, mm-hmm. and you're so close to me now. I know
0: it's so good. I also made a big decision oh, yeah. and good. <laughs> decided good. to invite my guy to move in with me, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> scary. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm almost 37. By the time this comes out, I'll probably be 37. Mm-hmm. I'm really close to it. Right, yeah, close to it. And... Yeah. I've never lived with a significant other before. I've only lived with just roommates. I always have my own space. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, have my own room and live by myself. And uh, apparently I've decided I don't want to... I don't know. I guess (laughs) I decided that was a good idea.
1: (laughs) It's an extra step of adulting. Okay. That seems
0: awful. Why would you say that?
1: It's... Okay. I understand that it could be scary. It's terrifying. What the fuck?
0: Here's (laughs) me Why did I do this? All fucking rainbows and lollipops,
1: right? The worst that can happen is one of you dies, right? So, is that <laughs> One of you murders Jesus, the other. Wait, Jesus! Like, I, I just went. That's actually wait, very likely. <laughs> Most women are murdered by their spouse. He is not going to. I know. He will not. <laughs> but
0: not living with anyone <laughs> definitely no. has prevented me from being murdered by a significant <laughs> other. That's probably <laughs> oh, true. But you guys have been in a relationship for a while.
1: I know. And besides the M word, this is the next step, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking about that. <laughs> I'm not even saying no. it. That's a bad
0: word in your book. I get it. It is, it is. So,
1: it is. but it, it fell into place. Everything was puzzle piecing It, it did, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It really does make sense. Yeah. It just,
0: it's been hitting me a lot sure. the past two days, and I've been like, whoa. That's, I mean, that's big. That's a big step. I'm used to having everything my way, doing everything oh, I want to do, see. and now I'm going to have to like. No, yeah, I think you will. According to my experience. <laughs> <laughs> see? Nothing will change Nothing will change It's all gonna be here still I mean stuff like that Yeah Well that's so. a
1: good I think that's good news And that's a good Big step for you guys And I'm I'm happy for it It'll be good Thank you Friday nights will be easy Yeah
0: <laughs> So It'll be great But it's Yeah So that's happening Yeah I might have a lot of new And interesting stories to tell about Not almost murdering well, somebody Well
1: no that's good <laughs> Because we are running out of Kiss and tells So they won't be fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Thank you.
1: Well, I've got some news too. Mm-hmm. And that is I just got accepted to... I don't know if I should say that online, but I did. No, I just got accepted to an online school. <laughs> um, To where I will be working towards getting my bachelor's degree.
0: Yeah.
1: So thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time waiting. I went, last went to school in fucking what sophomore of college 2002 2002, 2003 was my last year enrolled so i don't know how to school anymore been a long time been a but fucking long ass time it's
0: gonna be a different experience it's not the yes. same as going and living on campus and right. doing all that stuff mm-hmm. you are taking online courses and mm-hmm. you can take them at your own pace which i think is smart
1: yeah and i'm doing it really slow like this first class is just one class mm-hmm. i'm gonna take Get baby into it yep because i'm still a full-time working mom mm-hmm. and i still need to pace out my schedule and make sure i still pay enough attention to my kids and my husband and so. my podcast. <laughs> and <this.
0: laughs> no more
1: ebooks guys i'm sorry if you want us to review your shit get someone to read it and so that i can listen to it because audiobooks are just so much easier yeah and when you're going to school you're gonna have a lot to read yep and i already have a hard time processing shit so if i'm writing a paper and all of a sudden i write and his dick was big sorry professor i was reading my other book
0: All right. Well, yeah. that's exciting. I yeah. think that's great. You've wanted to, you've talked about it and wanted to do it for a long time. So, yes. I'm definitely yeah. happy for you. Thank you. I'm And we'll make the podcast excited. work around it. it We have three months in the bank. Yeah. You know, we'll figure this out.
1: Yeah. We've got this. <laughs> so, quickie. Yes. What is the sexiest song you've ever heard?
0: It's Pony. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Pony. <laughs> <laughs> that is always the answer to that question. <laughs> Pony, was <laughs> yeah. a good dancing, a sexy song. song. Oh, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but it's
1: fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Janet Jackson's "Anytime, Anyplace."
0: I don't know that I know that song.
1: Oh my god, she is incredibly, incredibly sexy, and her voice in this song—you just got, you got to listen to the words. Okay. You got to listen to way <laughs> she sings it. Oh my god! Like okay, okay. in the thunder and rain, mm-hmm. you stare into my eyes. I can feel your hand moving up my thighs, okay. skirt around my waist, wall against my face. I can feel your hands.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Sexy sexiness. Go listen to it.
0: I will. <laughs> and I'll first listen to Pony. Yeah. <laughs> get into that moon. and then get into that moon. I love it. So this episode, in honor of Christmas and the holiday season, which is upon us, we have read... The Santa Series by Christine Grayson, which consists of three short stories, Up on the Rooftop, Visions of Sugar Plums, and Dressed in Holiday Style. So, what do you want to do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just don't think I should say all three of them all at once, because I think that's confusing and hard to do. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, I guess, I guess We should do true. them at, one at a time. So, okay. we'll start
0: with Up on the Rooftop. Okay. So, Up on the Rooftop is a story about an elf yolka who is on the advanced team for Santa. And she has to go around the world and check all the houses with kids to see how Santa can get in. Like, is there a good chimney or is there not? Should he go in the window or the door? So she just has to go, you know, house to house all around. She's in the Connecticut region, I think. New England. She's in New England. I think it's Connecticut. She's so- Place. It's uh the week before Halloween and there's a giant snowstorm and he and she and her partner are checking the, the rooftops and she sees this guy clearing off no, he's like plowing and and snowmobiling and she decides to take a break they're way ahead of schedule and so she heads to the burger king because she likes human food greater world the food. greater world food all the elves seem to eat is peppermint and chocolate <laughs> <laughs> which i think could end up poorly <laughs> so so she's you know she leaves her coworker in the sled because he does he's antisocial and doesn't want to go and she heads into burger king and ends up eating a meal with this guy named Marshall. Marshall. And he's the one who she saw out snow plowing. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting alone and everyone seems to be like eyeballing him in the Burger King. They he's hate him. He's a lot dirty looks. Yeah. Apparently he was a investment banker, but he quit right before the big <laughs> collapse of uh-huh. 2008. So everyone in the neighborhood hates him because they think he's one of those bankers that stole all the money. But he just tries to do good things and no one loves him for it. Aww. So sad. But he and, and he's... Unknown to her, he's seen her throughout the day standing up on the rooftops and somehow didn't seem as bothered by that as I feel people <laughs> would be. <laughs> like, if you're driving around a neighborhood and you see like a lady dressed a girl in, in a in, red elf costume a, yeah. standing on a roof, mm-hmm. I would be in a li- blizzard, little concerned. I'd be like, there's something going on. I'd be like, wait, I am plowing the streets. But. Yeah. They have, you know, pretty good conversation. She likes talking to him. Um, All the people in the Burger King kind of yell at her and tell her not to talk to him because he's a (laughs) jerk. And she defends him. And then she decides she's just too attracted to him. So even after he leaves, he tries to get away from her to save her from being tainted with his brush of infamy. She follows him and decides to tell him the truth, that there is a Santa Claus yes. and that she is an elf. And then he goes to the North Pole and gets a job. The real North Pole. The real North Pole. <laughs> Not the one we think Not we know. Not the one we know. The one in a slightly altered reality <laughs> next to ours <laughs> yeah. where Santa and all the elves work. And yeah, he gets a job and now they have to um, save Halloween because of the blizzard, the kids can't trick or treat. So right. they've been given a task. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you expecting
1: me to do one of them? No. Okay, good. No,
0: I'll do them all, but we have to talk about this one now.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right.
0: <clears throat> so, Yulka and Marshall.
1: I'm so glad you said her name, because you know what I've been saying.
0: Probably not Yulka. The
1: whole time in my head, it's not Yulka. It's Julka. That's what I was saying. I yeah. was
0: like, it could be that. I think it's the Finnish because I lived in Finland for a while. Yeah. And I so I see that as Jolka because that would have been what I they would say. That sounds better so... than Jilke. So <laughs> I think I just was like, oh, I know that. And then I, was, <laughs> I don't know that actually. I mean, you know, the Finns could be elves. It, it could happen. Yeah, <laughs> they probably are.
1: We Descendant don't know. Elves,
0: I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> fir- so this is the first book in the series mm-hmm. or in this little collection of stories. Yeah. It was, eh. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so excited for these books because they sounded so cute. They did. They really and did. And I have to say, I'll just like go ahead and spoiler for the rest. I fucking love the next two. <laughs> I am so can't wait to talk about that. But we got to get through this one first. I don't know why this is how you start your book. It isn't, it's really the weakest of the three There isn't a story there. I don't understand why these two characters are attracted to each other. (laughs) Like they didn't have any. of. There's so much spark and so much beauty in the next two that follow. I don't get this. And I really stopped reading. I like I read this one maybe a week and a half ago. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to go on to the next two, <laughs> and so I stopped for like a week. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I would agree with that. There's if th- this book prefaced the the next two books, so I did really dread the next two. Mm-hmm. And while I liked the next two better, yeah, I mean, I guess I really don't have anything much more to say about it. There's no sex in any of these books. No, and you know, there's you there know isn't. intense meat cutes, and there's really, some really good kissing. It's, there's good kissing, especially
0: and... in book two. That's intense. <laughs> I don't know. I I just, don't really, uh, we're going to power through it. and get to the next ones because I really want to talk about those. Okay. But this book, I just, I don't know if it's where she started with her world. And so that's why it got to be first. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But if I could have advised Kristen, I would have said, nope, let this one go. <laughs> don't, do this one. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this one or give it more. Yeah. Like I really needed... So they get this assignment to save Halloween and then it doesn't happen. That's the end of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, I want them to save Halloween. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I also wanted like the neighborhood to come around to Marshall. There had to be some resolution. There was yeah. no there wasn't the only thing that happened was they fell in love, I guess. But even yeah. that, I was like, really? I mean, <laughs> it was like, <laughs>
1: well, they were given minutes. the assignment, and by the end of the book, he was still ostracized. Like it just didn't matter. It was yeah. Just, like, I, uh, it was just but the weird. other books
0: have more actual art. There's and, more con- like, content, content, and they they tell you something, and there's a resolution yeah. at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. But this one just was like, <laughs> okay, bye.
1: What I did like about this, like what Christine wrote in for Yulka, uh-huh. was that she found somebody that she was attracted to and she couldn't stop thinking about him. And she actually like went into Santa's database and looked for him and searched for him so she like fucking stalked him for a little bit which I'm not saying stalking is a good thing no but she believed in something and she wanted to pursue it and she went after it and so Mm -hmm. you know if that's the guy that you think it's you really feel so intensely and so strongly about then go after it just don't be a creepy creeper about it no
0: don't definitely don't do that I mean there's that and I think part of why I was so turned off by the story was Marshall's his situation just seemed so bleak. It was so depressing. Like, <laughs> he was trying so hard. And I don't know why, because those people didn't seem worthy. <laughs> I don't know. This is going to sound. I'd terrible.
1: have left this, the time. Right. You
0: just freaking leave. You leave. He's a millionaire or something they, like that. Yeah. He, just got he tons made of a money. bunch of money and he didn't do it during the crash. It was very, very clear. That right. He did this before the crash. And he even tried to bring up why. What they were doing was wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I understand you hear investment banker, you assume, especially living in New York close to the city or Connecticut, whatever, um, you would assume that maybe he's one of those guys. Okay. Then you just like, you don't have to keep trying. Like it almost felt like self flagellation Like why are you still there secretly going out in the middle of the night and plowing their (laughs) streets by yourself so that they don't know it was you. Right. And they keep accusing him of horrible things like, you know, one of the ladies in Burger King was railing about him being a bad guy. And Yoko was like, but... If he's so bad, why is he out plowing the streets by himself? And she's all like, oh, he probably just stole all that equipment from yeah. people who needed it. <laughs> and then, like, what a weird thing to assume about a person just because you don't <laughs> like him. Like, I just didn't understand the town. I didn't understand their attitudes. Like, the kid was embarrassed because his mom was so yeah. mean to Marshall. Mm-hmm. But then there was no, we didn't get catharsis out of it. Like, I needed them to save Halloween and the town to turn around and like like Marshall mm-hmm. and like accept him and, and be cool with him again, you know? Or like. Even just be slightly less o- assholey. Yeah. <laughs> like just a tiny, just take your asshole notch down <laughs> one. <laughs> but we didn't get that. So I don't understand. I just really was confused. And again, if this is the only one you've read out of these series and you stop because of what this book was, we, give uh, give the other two a shot. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about them next and they are so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get the first book at all. Yeah.
1: There's no, uh, there's no room for redemption there.
0: So it's just, it just I mean, it's ends. not terrible. It's just weird. It's it just, just a weird. And I don't get it. Yeah. What Happens. Okay. All right. So next story. we're moving on. Visions of Sugar Plum. So in Visions of Sugar Plums, we have Professor Ryan, who has written a book. He is an MD. He's a doctor, but he teaches at an upstate college in New York, public health. And he wrote a book about public health and kind of the image uh, what we're getting societal images that are can be affecting public health and mm-hmm. one of the chapters had to do with santa and the idea that as a role model santa may not be the healthiest role model for uh-huh. our children because he overindulges he eats cookies he drinks eggnog he smokes cokes. yeah you know not coke's not 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 drugs uh, no he coke, to our knowledge cola. santa does not do <laughs> drugs <laughs> <laughs> but i mean he's overweight he you know all the stuff that we're fighting we have childhood diabetes and Mm -hmm. obesity and all this stuff in the country and we're trying to fight that and maybe having a fat jolly santa isn't the greatest thing and if santa ate carrot sticks it would be better (laughs) he didn't even say all that right really he didn't but anyway so he writes this book it becomes popular he goes on all of this uh media tour and then Nisa is a image consultant for the Claus Company. And she works out of the New York office. She goes on all the TV and basically touts the image of Santa and, and all the good works that Santa does. And she, she has a real soft spot for their charitable works, which comes up a lot in this mm-hmm. book. Um, all the charities that kind of focus around the holiday season. And she's been tasked with going on an interview show to combat Professor uh Ryan, what was his last name? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Palmer. 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 Yeah. Professor Palmer and his crazy idea that Santa needs an image redo. (laughs) (laughs) So, so they show up to this, you know, daytime talk show in New York, and she goes on, and instead of refuting him, she kind of takes his side.
1: (laughs) yeah she was supposed to be combative with him yeah. but she ended up taking his side well the other the all, hosts all are, the
0: hosts were beating up on yeah. him too yeah and saying what do you mean santa's great but she felt bad so yeah. so she but she also was wildly attracted to him the first sure. time she saw him and was like i can't argue with this guy i have to i have to save him yep <laughs> well she does it very well i think because there's a point to it like santa's image hasn't been updated in 50 plus years mm-hmm. since the era of you know coca-cola and maybe santa needs to be more modernized for the 21st century like there's all this whole backstory about like the old boys club of the marketing group <laughs> yep. that she works for and how they created mm-hmm. the 1950s era santa and they've been coasting ever since hey there little lady hey they are missy <laughs> <laughs> yeah missy <laughs> missy and they all smoke mm-hmm. like cigars and, and.
1: It's literally like a scene it, from the 1950s. It is straight up madmen, like n- an Newspaper office, office <laughs> yes. smoking and just talking.
0: So they have a really good interaction on the news show. And obviously an attraction. And then she helps him get away because he's got this horrible publicist who's just like (laughs) trying to kill him, like dragging him from interview to interview, never lets him eat or sleep. And so she takes him to dinner and they, you know, talk about it and they really agree on a lot of things, like the image of Santa and like trying to make him a force for good in the world. And if that means make him a little healthier so children aren't worried about Santa being overweight and dying, then good, let's do that. You know? (laughs) And then he goes on the rest of his tour and she goes back to the north. North Pole to get ready for Christmas because it's December. So they get through the Christmas season and then afterwards she's called on the carpet for her inability to do Uh the job that they thought she should do. Mm -hmm. And she stands up for herself and she goes, no, you're all wrong. All of you are out of touch and you haven't been in the greater world in 50 plus years and you don't know what is going on out there. And I can talk to you all day about the internet trends and you won't even know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate that. She was really cute (laughs) that way. They eventually come around to her opinion that they do need to update santa's image Mm -hmm. and so the whole time she just can't stop thinking about professor ryan and he can't stop thinking about her he holds his he holds her business (laughs) card every night to go to sleep
1: I'm sorry. I was like, oh, the seven-year-old in him can't let it go. Cannot <laughs>
0: let it go. He just falls asleep holding her business card in his hand. There's
1: magic in the business card, though. I think yeah. A well, s-
0: there's magic in both of them. Yeah, and
1: angel dust, maybe.
0: She's a half-elf, and he doesn't know it, but he is descendant of the Charming. So he's a Prince Charming. he's a <laughs> <the> Prince Charming. <laughs> so that's why, like, people just agree with him, and, like, yeah. he has a very charmed life. Because he's charming. He's charming. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Literally, Literally uh, charming. <laughs> There's just uh, some other magical lineage in That's this world. That's the fairy tale part of the, yeah. So she comes, she meets him at his uh, school, and they start talking, and then she like, freaks out. Because she mentions magic, and he's like, what do you mean? Like, magic, magic? And mm-hmm. she just doesn't want him to think she's crazy or mm-hmm. not believe her. And so she runs out on him. And he thinks about it for a while and decides that he already believes. Yeah, like obviously he's he like make me believe. Like he had asked her to, yeah, make me believe. And mm-hmm. instead, he's like, well, I kind of already believe she does work for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> she has slightly pointed ears, and like all this other stuff, kind of makes sense. So he goes to her work, and she shows him Santa. And yeah. well, you know, he also goes to the North Pole with her, and then they get married, and everything's yeah. happy. They meet their mom, they kiss. Yes, ah. it's cute. Oh my god, I love that it. one's cute. I liked these characters. I, did. I liked this book. They were so neat. There was a lot more emotion built between these two characters mm-hmm. because Nisa's already struggling with the idea that their lifestyle at the North Pole isn't the healthiest. Mm-hmm. You know, she hates going into the big meeting because it's constantly filled with cigarette smoke and cigar smoke. And she has to sit there and breathe it in the whole time. Her mom has diabetes and is dying a young, like for them, a young, yeah. young death. They don't have medicine up there. They use magic. But even magic can't solve everything. Right. And if all you're eating is peppermint and chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna get. this is going to get to you eventually. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's already kind of that's kind of the world she's starting to you know, see that the North Pole needs to change. And then she meets this guy who's really into like, and he's so passionate mm-hmm. about health and public health and how individual health is very important to the overall public health and how we need to make changes society-wise at a societal level to help. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting. It and that's
1: is. a real aspect too. I mean, in Colorado alone, we're one of the healthiest states, right? Mm-hmm. But not for our-
0: Not our children. Not our children. Mm-hmm.
1: The obesity rate is incredible. Mm -hmm. Most of them can't get into the army and that affects our
0: national security and stuff Mm -hmm.
1: like that. And and that's not just from obesity, but that's Mm -hmm. definitely a big factor. And while I don't really know what the statistics about children believing in Santa Claus is anymore, Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I feel like I think if you teach your children, for one, like you have to be the first person to teach them. Santa Claus is fake or it's okay. Santa Claus is he's, you know, a big, fat, jolly old man because he eats, you know, Mm -hmm. peppermint and hot cocoa all the time. You can't do that. That's not right. You can't do that. So you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like you have to to be the first person to teach them that.
0: I think that because the story is very... You know, I'm getting centrally a focused. Little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the issues with child health and obesity in this country go way beyond Santa. Like it would be sure. ludicrous to, pl- <laughs> Just to, pin, blame Santa. to pin the entire thing on Santa and yeah. not like the fact that we sold our entire food system out to the sugar mm. company and shit like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that could go on forever. <laughs> but there's a lot of other places. And yes, parents need to be responsible for what they're eating. But also a lot of it comes from different economic, like sure. if you're in a different socioeconomic area. Areas, you don't have access to fresh food or it's too expensive and yep. you can't afford it. And so the only thing you can afford is the processed, the highly processed cheap food that is bad for you. Yep. So, but on a separate note about Santa, <laughs>
1: Coming back on I Santa. feel
0: that obviously to each family their own. Everyone's going to have to do that themselves. But the idea of a greater good and uh, uh, Santa is a magical idea. Mm-hmm. As always, that was what he was for us. It wasn't even that Santa was a person. You right. know? Like, I didn't really ever interpret him to be like, like a singular. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's too much to, that's crazy. But I could understand this goodwill spirit of yeah. the season. And I really believed in like the magic of that. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you. Because I can't ever pinpoint when I stopped believing in Santa because I don't think I ever really did. Like I I always believed in it as this greater idea instead of as like a physical person that flew around. (laughs) yeah I as a kid I I don't know I didn't didn't have a great moment where somebody ruined my childhood by telling me Santa didn't exist (laughs) no (laughs) I was always like that I mean I still get presents from Santa because my family just loves to do that it's just that
1: it's just that thing
0: that's what I was getting out of these books and I think that's what made me so happy especially the second two because there was a heavy influence on like raising up society together and using Mm -hmm. any like whether it is Santa or whether it's some other means to kind of, like, make it better. Like, like all the little things that we can do individually yeah. to help society as a whole. Yeah. Like, in the second book, they're really focusing on food mm-hmm. and the, and health issues. Yeah. And then the third book becomes big charitable, like, you know, the dealing with homelessness and, like, all of the nonprofits that kind of come out around Christmas time to help people who are struggling with homelessness or poverty, but then aren't necessarily available to them throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So ish, that that comes up in the third book. But I liked these books. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aside from the first book, I had it <laughs> well. but but I think these characters, like nisa just I seemed really down to earth and like interesting for a person always in the TV spectrum. Sure. To be as like she's just was written really well and more realistic.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I wish I had a lot more to say. You're doing really good. I know, this is
0: just like <laughs> the, clean the talking an- <laughs> hour. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. I, well, I, let's get to this third one, and then okay. maybe you'll have some stuff you want to talk Well,
1: I was going to say, I, I think I like the third one the best. The third I, one
0: is absolutely the best. I, I
1: hated it at first. I thought it was the worst when it first started. Oh, no. I just like, this is so stupid. I was so upset by it. But then... <laughs> Of course, I had to finish it. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this one. I, I was, like, understood
0: crying it. crying by the end of it. <laughs> but the, I like, was just, the, like, bawling. Yeah. Yeah. That restaurant scene yes. is what oh, got God me. That's it. when I was
1: like, I love this one. So good.
0: <laughs> okay, so third book, Dressed in Holiday Style. We meet Rain. Um, she is a reporter uh, in Chicago standing outside of a fancy ball, richy Rich People. And it's snowing and she's standing out there. She's apparently, she told herself she was there to scope out the venue for a press conference she'd have to attend the next day. But part of her, I think, is also... Kind of spying on the on the fancy uh, lives of the rich and famous. She grew up poor, was homeless for most of middle school and high school, and struggled to get into college and got there on a scholarship, but has always been struggling. And, and as a reporter, like a cub reporter, you're not going to be yeah. living high on the hog anytime right. soon. So she's standing there in the snow, and all of a sudden, a really handsome man in a tuxedo. What? Handsome? Yeah, Mm -hmm. super handsome man in a tuxedo starts talking to her. He's like, hey, what are you doing out here? Why do you look so creepy? (laughs) Right? Actually, that would have been a better question. But instead, (laughs) it was like, I don't know. Like, are you creeping on this mansion? (laughs) And and so they, you know, have a pretty odd conversation. You can tell right away, you're like, something's, he's not... He's either, you know, from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. This isn't, he's not from around here, I think we could say. I had to go back and reread it because I was like, I swear I
1: missed something. Yeah. I hated it. I hated the beginning of this one. But, okay, sorry, I, keep I going. I
0: didn't. I don't know. But, he's, <laughs> yeah, they're definitely having what doesn't feel like a coherent conversation. Like, yeah. he's not answering the questions she's asking yeah. and, and then vice versa. Like, they're not communicating on the same <laughs> level. <laughs> but then somehow – He says that he's just going to escape, and she says, well, I'll take you in my car, because she's afraid he's going to freeze to death, because he's literally standing in sub- Zero temperatures, didn't yeah. just a tux. And she's cold and she's like, you got to get out of the cold. You're going to freeze. <laughs> I mean, it's Chicago in yeah. winter. Come on, it's mm-hmm. cold there. So <laughs> she's like, well, I'll drive you somewhere, but you just got to tell me where. And so he wants to go shopping for real clothes. <laughs> I it's don't know. Funny. It's funny. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. So she takes him to Bloomingdale's and she goes to wait for him in the cafe. All of this, considering like some of the other things... I thought was very nice, like above and beyond what someone in her position would normally do. Sure. It kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. But so she, he goes off and he buys himself some clothes and comes back and gives her these boots. And she's just like. Um, then we got into a whole big story about midwestern kindness and apologies and accepting <laughs> uh-huh. presents and i it kind of derailed a little bit for me there but we get back on track <laughs> she's got these boots because she had complained that her boots leaked and so he bought her boots and she didn't really want to take them he kind of seemed too weird and intense and a little bit stalkery so she decided she had to pull the plug on the whole night and she just was like well i will keep the boots because he was very insistent But I got to go now. You got to figure out. Because they were supposed to go to dinner. And she's like, I'm just not going to do dinner. She's like, no, you're you're creeping me out. I'm going to go off. And This is, you know, 26-year-old. Sure. It's a weird situation. I get it. So the next day she shows up at the same house that the party was at to do her press conference. And lo and behold, the press conference is being held by Nico. 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 The guy who she had helped run away the night before. Mm -hmm. And she's sitting there and he goes into the history of like the Claus Company, his father, and it's been in their family. And like the next generation is about to take over. And it's a competition between him and his four siblings or five siblings. Six. There's seven of them. Six siblings. Something. <laughs> no, nope. There's only five. There's three daughters. He, there, he has three sisters and two brothers. There's six total. Oh, he has five siblings. I thought there were seven. I swear I read that somewhere. Uh, okay. Anyway, doesn't actually minor point. That doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. We don't need <laughs> any of them or ever know about them again. <laughs> <laughs> so his big initiative is to take the fundraising arm of the Claus company that does all of this work during the holiday season to, you know, get kids presents and help and, and people in homelessness help and and assistance and he wants to extend that throughout the year Mm -hmm. and he's going to focus on Chicago and he has a terrible press conference yeah where he says a bunch of stuff that's really honest and not the way press conferences go especially if you are at all familiar with any we've had lately (laughs) (laughs) they're all a bunch of lies but anyway so he's up there just being really honest and the press are eating him alive and she's in the back and at first she's like oh, man, I know all the secret inside information because I know he tried to run away last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I can totally use that in my story. But then she gets all worried because, you know, that's kind of, not nice it might be legal in journalism but it's kind of like skeptical Mm -hmm. in terms of like are you a good person if that's what you do and then the reporters kind of pile on him she's just triggered into going no i can't let this happen so she stands up and starts asking him questions and at first he's really mad because he's like notices that she's there and she's a reporter and he's just like oh crap but instead he kind of figures out that the questions she's asking him it's turning this the situation around, yeah. To help him, like it, it's giving him a chance to clarify yeah. before the other reporters can like get the wrong soundbite out yeah. of what he said. Mm-hmm. So she tries to work with it, tries to help him, and it still at the end of the day, it doesn't really work. His <laughs> press conference is a mess, and she goes up to him after the press conference and is like, "What's you know, hey, what's going on? I kind of am in a weird place because you gave me boots, <laughs> 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 and I want to tell the real story, but I also don't, and I don't know what to do." And he's just like, "It doesn't matter." i'm being taken away my family sending me home and then uh they never they you know they part how how many is it
1: years again that they before they oh yeah i think again? it's over a decade really mm-hmm. i thought it was like
0: oh i think it's well in, i think she's at least 40 something no yeah i thought she i thought it was maybe like two later. or three years no. no, no later. it's over a decade Holy i shit. would say easily i missed that Wow. I mean, Because she what... has like seven more jobs. So anyway, that ends. She writes her story. She doesn't do the back stuff about having met him that night. And the charitable idea fails. He doesn't get, you know, it doesn't come to His fruition. His family doesn't support him on it and cuts yeah. him off of... All of his... What is that called? When they're,
1: he's part of the...
0: Well, he they can't cut him out of his inheritance. Oh, that's the word.
1: Or that's right, because there's uh, magic involved in that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but she kind of tries to move on, but just, she never really gets past it. Mm. And it sticks in her brain. And she ends up starting to investigate the claws Company and all these other weird areas of just unusual things that keep coming up. And so she starts a blog, and she calls it fiefdoms and fairy tales. Yeah. And she basically uncovers all these other... like. Fairy tale actors in the world yep. and like it's pretty cool <laughs> like you know what they're doing and she has a pretty successful life because she gets paid by you know her blog is really popular mm-hmm. and she gets sponsorship and stuff support. and yeah. eventually after living in all these different places and cities she moves back to Chicago because it's it's home for her and she has to kind of conquer that fear that she had because she was poor when she was there mm-hmm. and she's comfortable now and she's like I gotta she's doing really that. good now and so one day she's walking around in the first snow of the season in Chicago in her boots cuz she still has that the boots never worn never down. wore down same they fit her the same they, the same no matter what all of that yeah, even and though she, her feet may have
1: gotten bigger
0: yes and she walks up and all of a <laughs> sudden Standing there is Nico oh. and he's in a doorway that says Uplift. That was his company. That was the name of the charity he wanted to start year round. So he has done it. He just is doing it on his own without yep. his his family's help. Without the damn and then clauses. they go to dinner and he basically says that there's magic and she goes, "No." And runs away again. <laughs> she does. She totally runs away again.
1: She's like, "Damn, I was a dick the first time. I'm a dick again." Damn.
0: And, and he looks so sad.
1: the d- twinkle in his eyes. Oh, his eyes twinkle. <laughs> his eyes twinkle. I was like, okay, loves- n- n- now this makes me a little bit, not angry, but now it's just like, okay, dude, you're 40. Why don't you, let's just do it. Let's just, let's move on. Let's get together. You know, I feel you. Who are you, you feel mad me? at? Her? Her. Yeah. Because she's the one who ran away.
0: Yeah. And he wants... He wanted her to stay. Yeah, absolutely. He was confessing I mean, everything to her. Yeah, at at the restaurant, the mm-hmm. sec- when they meet up again in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I thought she was. It seemed like she was there, but and she was okay. She comes back in the end. Like she comes back. She again. runs away and like a couple weeks later comes back. <laughs> yeah.
1: When he's playing Santa at yeah. the Italian restaurant.
0: Yeah, because she knew where he which, would be for that. And, yeah. And so then they then they get together and it's very yeah. it's so. I don't know. That one just made me so emotional. There's really
1: good conversation that they're having. I mean, about like real true life issues and and stuff and about love, Mm -hmm. believing in love at first sight and the one true love and stuff like that. So, of course, he believes in it because he understands and knows magic. And she's like, eh, I'm not all about the love thing. I don't believe in love at first sight. But then, you know, and then they talk about charities and homelessness and she was homeless and he was just like, I'd really like to get to know, like, how you story. overcame that. Yeah. I need a success story so that my foundation here could be a success. I want this to be year round and be available to all of the homeless kids mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is so cute and endearing. I was just like, oh, I love you, Nico. Oh, my God. I was in I love, love with Ningo Nico so much. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I really appreciate that whole conversation in the restaurant. When you guys read it or if you've already read it, you guys know what we're talking about. But just the content between them. It's there's a lot more than just a story, I think, that we needed to hear to write and listen to.
0: I, it was so interesting to take what I was really expecting to be just three silly stories about elves and Christmas mm-hmm. magic. Yeah. Cause I was just like, let's read Christmas magic well, stories. Have fun with these. This <laughs> yeah. be great. And they were, but then they also had this really important, like, through line of social causes and justice yep. and and issues that we're dealing with as a society and that doesn't happen in a lot of our books you guys No
1: <laughs> no usually we give the PSAs and they're bad PSAs These are good PSAs These are so
0: fun and so steaming <laughs> <So>, yeah it's <laughs> so social issues right <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm feeling is there when you guys <laughs> talk. like it really turns you off <laughs>
1: Yeah, you want to get into my pants? Talk to me about child obesity. What do you know about homelessness? What, do you know about homelessness? what are you doing? It's <laughs> Oh, shit.
0: That's awesome. It's so, <laughs> so true. It is. Well, I mean. <laughs> it kind of is. We both work in nonprofits mm-hmm. with yeah. focused on social issues yes. and, and causes. And mm-hmm. I think it's very important to both of us. Yeah. And so to have this kind of show up in these books was unexpected and amazing. And I was crying and I loved them. Yep. No, <laughs> so. it was good. It hit a different spot. It definitely
1: really than we've ever read in any of the other books we talked about. Mm-hmm. So something much more real happened there. So that was cool. It's such
0: an interesting way to package it in a book about elves yeah Trump's from the north pole for sure santa's
1: elves like if christine has an agenda she fucking she, nailed- she fucking nailed it <laughs> well in done like she's like here's my subliminal messages yeah. passing through to my readers we gotta
0: do better
1: <laughs> well, let's work on obesity and let's work on homelessness yeah and do better year round do better year like, r- not don't just, just sh- christmas don't just show up in yeah.
0: december and you know give away your turkey sorry <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, but (laughs) don't give away your turkey. But even Rain was talking about like, and this was some of the parts where she was getting mad about was like, oh, so Santa only gives to kids who have chimneys or houses that he can actually fit into and work into. And kids that don't have homes, he doesn't ever visit. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, like, what the fuck is up with that? And I don't remember if Nico ever defended that or not. He has a hard, he's a real hard time with his family. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, he he basically said that when it all started the world was smaller. Right. And that they've been overwhelmed with the size of population increase and that they try to do more but they are still bound by their magic because their magic is tied to <laughs> gift-giving and the holiday season. The so holiday spirit, the holiday spirit. So it's not like they aren't they have magic but the magic isn't infinite and it's right. not unlimited and all omnipotent it mm-hmm. can't do everything because again then yeah shit would be fixed mm-hmm. but you can't you know you have to work within the parameters of the world you live in yeah. And they live in a world where they have some magic and they can do some good and they use his image like in the first book they use his image to kind of you know sell these charities and to encourage gift giving during the season because that's what they can't do right and nico wanted to expand that into a larger but it would be weird to have santa show up year-round sure I get it. <laughs> my my favorite scene in this book was mm-hmm. when they
1: were eating at the restaurant and was tasting the spaghetti and she was just like, Okay, we're they both were like, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be honest here. We're gonna play the they called it something.
0: What was it? It was something like Rude. They were because She'd asked a question and then she shook it away because it was rude. It was, right. Uh, it was too familiar. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, you don't have to answer that. And yeah. And he did it, too. And she's like, you know what? This would be better if we were just honest. <laughs> like Let's just be honest. If we just asked the questions and were yeah. you know, rude about it. Let's just be rude nosy about, about it. Or yeah. need. Something. something
1: like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they had a cute. It was cute. It was cute. I think the part that really started to hit me when I was just like, oh, my God, it's so cute, was when he she was like, okay, I'm just going to straight out ask you. Married, kids, mm-hmm. and he's like, nope, always wanted to be married and have kids, but not there yet. I was like, oh, this is it. They're going to fall in love and and have kids. It's good. Well, in my head, they were like oh, 30, not I, 40. They might be. I but, really
0: put them at older, the way it was described. Yeah. I really put them in this i put the first couple in like their 20s the third book in like their 30s okay and this book in their 40s by the time they get back together obviously they started the book yeah when they were in their 20s but i mean he's magical so he could be a couple hundred years old we don't know we are told that all of the elves are long lived yeah they live a little bit longer (laughs) than normal i'm not sure but i'm putting him on a human scale of (laughs) (laughs) Forty, which I mean either way it's not specified in any of the books I think the only age is we do know that uh, rain is 26 at the beginning beginning. of the third story and the age I mean it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't matter at but all. I but think I did love that It had part. that really strong second chance vibe, which usually comes around yep. with older, like, you know, something ha- like you miss out on an opportunity in your 20s. And it's not until like you're 40 that you recognize it and it- mm-hmm. give it another chance. Yeah. So. For sure.
1: Which can lead into our sure. in town. We can talk about Let's that. Let's talk about it. So for this episode, speaking about um, Rain and Nico and catching up with each other again after years and years and years. This episode, we are going to kiss and tell about second chances that we have given in relationships, or taken, or, or, had, taken, or, or
0: had, or whatever. Thank yeah. you. So, well, I had one where there was a guy who, in high school, we were really close and, like, you know, together spent a lot of time together, and it always seemed like there was going to end up being a relationship there, and it just didn't work out ever during high school. You know, he was a year ahead of us, and by the time, like, he graduated and I was out of the country in my junior year and all this stuff. But anyway, it just never worked out. And then it was many years later, like 10 years later, I think, that he reached out on social media, and we got together and ended up having a couple-year-long relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it does, because it just seemed like something that would have happened, and it just didn't, and I never understood really why, and there wasn't a why to it. It just, mm-hmm. sometimes things don't. Right. Right. And then eventually it came around again and yeah. So you sometimes. don't understand why it didn't happen in high school? Yeah.
1: Like the opportunity didn't present yeah. itself or yeah. the timing was
0: right. Something. Yeah. I just I mean I don't have a firm answer on it. It just didn't What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, just one of those things. Mm-hmm. But then it did later on and yeah. Bleh, so that happens sometimes.
1: So that was just a, a second chance in general, not necessarily his second chance or your second no, chance. No, yeah,
0: I wouldn't say it, it was just for a, both of us. A second us. chance
1: at that relationship. Yeah,
0: that, you know, there was isn't one person giving some, but nobody had done anything to ruin a first chance or anything. It just yeah. hadn't like, there's no relationship had developed. And then kind of like in this one, mm-hmm. you know, because neither one of them was terrible. No. You know, she didn't understand his, he's not accustomed to speaking to human women. He's <laughs> he's an elf. He's an elf. <laughs> <laughs> he's a and so he's magical coming- person coming on a little weird and she was like I don't get this I'm not <laughs> sure she's got her guard up because she's you know fought a lot in her life and mm-hmm. so she's not 100% trusting right. and so you know they what could have been that night like he he talked about Nico talks about how he saw it all in his head that he was going to run away with her yeah and they were going to he knew like he recognized her as a soulmate and they were going to run away together and he would never have to be with his family again and they were going to get married and it was going to be a beautiful life and you know she didn't get that vibe that night because he maybe came on a little. Strong. Well, yeah, or she ignored it. True, she got it and didn't recognize it. <laughs> and didn't and recognize then said it. this is weird instead yes. of saying this is natural. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She did. She did have a barrier up, which is understandable. Sure. And, and she acknowledged that at her younger self had a hard time distinguishing potential threat from just socially awkward. Right. <laughs> and he was really just coming off socially awkward, yes. but she was kind of reading that as like a threat. Like, ooh, crazy. <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean that's not a great i don't have an no i think story. that's a good one i but mean we that's was, you know dated for a couple of years yeah, yeah i would say for it you I were know, you remember I, that i remember that happened
1: so i did say at the beginning when we were trying to figure out our kiss and tell that i didn't have a story and i totally fucking do <laughs> i love
0: and when you, we don't I remember know, our own like, shit
1: <laughs> oh yeah that did happen in my life
0: remember that time yeah remember
1: that's it so julian
0: mm-hmm. um, oh, right?
1: <laughs> yeah i had a girls meeting about it you remember when we i called do. i called an all hands meeting for all five girls on gchat <laughs> yes well, and yeah yeah it was g-chat. gchat it was gchat and anyway so when i went to college i was at unc for a year julian broke up with me i think the the, like towards the end of the first semester mm-hmm. And so that's when I called up you guys And I was like hey this is what's happening I'm having a crisis I'm super in love I want to be with Julian Blah 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 blah." And you guys were like Fuck him forget about him <laughs> He was a bad drummer And like it just didn't matter like, <laughs> That's not true he was actually a really good drummer <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's when I confessed to you guys that I was going to go out and see him for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm flying out there to go see him. And you guys were like, what? No, don't do that. Don't do that. And I was going to stay out there for a month. I had my plane tickets out there to stay with him for a month. He was uh, in Portland at the time. So I went and I stayed with him for two weeks and I took a yes. bus, and Greyhound, back. Mm-hmm. First time I ever really, that was the first time I ever traveled on my mm-hmm. own. So I went there and I and I think deep down inside subliminally, I did want that relationship. Obviously, I went back to see him. Mm-hmm. I wanted that relationship back. So I was willing to give him a second chance. And, you know, we had our fun and stuff while I was out there and we acted like a couple. And it was like normal for two weeks. But then I went back home and that's when I realized that. I think I realized I didn't want to give him really that second chance. Mm-hmm. I wanted to maybe have a little bit more of a closure. I had Mm -hmm. my emotions, I cried a lot. And then I think at that point I questioned more about who I was as myself Mm -hmm. with him than anything else. And he wasn't a bad person, Julian. He's a really good person. Mm -hmm. And I still have some love for him deep down inside somewhere. But obviously that's like -hmm. like old love type of thing. But that was my second chance. And I think I was willing, well, his second chance, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I was willing to give to him. And I was willing to give him everything Mm -hmm. obviously but i didn't thank god Mm -hmm. and i guess dan and i sort of had a second chance after that we met in high school yeah he was a freshman i was a sophomore and we met up again freshman year of college because he graduated early and he went to college with us and Mm -hmm. or was it so i don't remember now we're going back into that time frame again that i don't remember anything (laughs) was not around (laughs) and so then then we hooked up and 16 18 somewhat years later i don't know um that's too many years is it not 18 how old am i 36 <laughs> 17 uh, i don't know <laughs> i'm not gonna do math you guys know this you guys know i'm not good at math so yeah that, those are yeah. my second chances
0: nice yeah. yeah so i mean all of ours are younger i guess yeah it was just such a cute story
1: it was that one was adorable I loved it so
0: much Oh, it was cute. And like they were out, they lived their lives and like found out who they were and were more secure in themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: And always knew deep down inside that there was always that little yeah. glimmer or that little attraction, little something that they like, knew had belonged to that other person. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, every time she wore the boots, mm-hmm. she thought of him. And it's like going on 10 plus years. Yeah. That's a long time for <laughs> to <boots>. continuously think <laughs> of him. <Yeah>. For, for <laughs> boots, too. But then Brett was like, you guys want to borrow the back?
1: room and they're like yeah let's go bone this is awesome yeah we didn't so. get any of that but in my we head didn't. i still yeah oh boy oh yeah you know i was picturing the whole time who you're gonna think i'm fucking insane or just me normally is peter parker which one <laughs> the, the new one okay the the tom um holland. not tom holland oh. i'm sorry not the newest one um into the universe the cartoon oh,
0: yeah Is it into the
1: universe? No. It's Uh,
0: Spider Verse.
1: Into the Spider Verse, yeah. With not Miles, Miles. Peter Parker, the one who dies. Oh, right. Sorry, yeah. But then goes into the other, goes into Miles' dimension. Right yeah that's oh the one that dies in the beginning yes the
2: one
1: who dies okay, in the right. beginning no, him that one was a hamburger <laughs> no n- not the pig okay. <laughs> <laughs> not noir <laughs> not even the, it was the one who died <laughs> go on, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah i just i totally had cartoons in my head this whole time i have a huge crush on that cartoon well
0: then he there you so go. He's so hot that was nico for you or that was all of them <laughs> all
1: of them all of them. He got to play Marshall, Ryan, and Eagle in my head. <laughs> well, that's crazy. The girls got different identities. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to play every single one. No, it was it's... the best soft porn <laughs> I've ever created. It was
0: good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved the stories. I mean... I was crying. I was definitely crying by the time they got together good. in the end. I was so excited. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I couldn't put them down after I started them again after the first Oh, that's good. That after I the first Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I stopped yeah. because I didn't like it. And then I was like, ah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyone, yeah, anyone who only made it through the first story and then gave up, I yeah. think just do yourself a favor and read the next two.
1: <laughs> I have a suspicion that her sex scenes and her other, like, true, full paranormal romance novels are probably real good
0: i think so too because i enjoyed writes, her writing her her writing was well done mm-hmm. i mean for short novels like we've come across some some tough writing yeah like or just quick sloppy i would say you know yeah. not bad but just you know it can get a little like you can tell people writing to deadlines or something yeah but these ones were well written mm-hmm. like the characters are a depth to them again all of this except for the first book i don't <laughs> i do not understand hey, that God, one it confused legs. me so much but then in the other ones, they just, they had like strong characters and, and depth and they grew and they changed over time and mm-hmm. their emotions were very like deep. and Yeah. Uh, do you want to read our fun fuck fact? I do. So in honor of this holiday season, this fun fuck fact is about cuffing season. Mm-hmm. And this comes from a Refinery29 article written by Cassandra Braba. Braba Uh, The article was written September 26, 2018, and it's called Is Cuffing Season Real or Just Fake News? And so just kind of – I'm not going to read you the article or anything, but the definition of cuffing season, this is from Urban Dictionary, is a time during fall and winter when people who normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity – causes singles to become lonely and desperate to be in relationships. (laughs) So it's basically around... Fall like ho- like Halloween time. People start looking for that kind of winter relationship where they can lock down and have somebody pretty much last through Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. All the really hard holiday seasons, which can be challenging sure. if you're alone. And they're all and clustered so, together. Yeah, in there. yeah. There's just this whole this, this just big stretch U-turn, of time right? where you're just like man, I need to t- take just people out on a lot of right <laughs> through here. <laughs> <laughs> events and <laughs> i've got all these holiday parties cold. to go to and i don't want to be alone it's just yeah so yeah in a lot of places it's cold mm-hmm. i mean you know well not anywhere is. here anymore well i guess that's true <laughs> we don't even have winter. we don't even have winter here anymore <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so it's cuffing season, guys, and, you know, for those of you inclined, hopefully you have found your short-term relationship that will last you through Valentine's go Day. Go get cuffed. And then you can break up and go back to being promiscuous. Yeah.
1: Or, just do it on the side, they all know.
0: No, don't do that. What? what? Why would you even promote such <laughs> a horrible thing? You're not in a relationship, right? Or are you? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wh- who are, what, Huh?
1: Here's my thought. Yes. If you are getting into a relationship just strictly for physical, like having that companionship for just these couple months and then go ahead and break up with them afterwards, there are going to be emotions involved. So why not separate the emotions in the beginning and just bone whoever you want and just keep them as a person that you can always depend on for the sex
0: The whole point, like the whole idea behind this season is that that's normally how they live their life. They're they're pretty freewheeling most of the year. But the pressure of the holiday season and all of the things that go with that, like the extra events, family events, holiday events, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff Mm -hmm. that goes with it, the indoor, like you're stuck inside, it's cold outside, makes people locked down into longer relationships than they normally are in. They're normally in short-term, you know, short ones. Yeah. But this one, they just kind of, they'll prolong it for like three months and then break up. Okay. I'm not saying it's right or no, not. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> that that's what it is. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm
1: just giving my opinion of it. I'm just saying. It could, sounds like it could get messy. It's just from uh, like what I think. I feel like it could get messy. I am a person who loves.
0: But love is stupid. I, no. <laughs>
1: And if I was in a relationship, no, I understand (laughs) that. But some people can't help it. And if you were, I mean, there's a, there's a some inner side of you that's just like eh, I want to be with somebody until Christmas through fucking Valentine's yeah. Day oh. that means you want companionship and you want love not just dick like you just <laughs> you, you know what I mean
0: I'm not saying it's a healthy way to be because <laughs> I don't think it is I think there's a lot of underlying causes that might cause people sure. be-
1: yes like love
0: not love none of that <laughs> I'm, not, I'm talking about more emotional issues like maybe they are depressed during this holiday mm, season okay. and it's easier to be that way if they're with somebody or that may not be the case maybe they just hate christmas because sure. they're not religious or they don't aren't christian or something and so Wait. it's easier to have those feelings if you're together <laughs> than to be alone and isolated okay i don't i don't know no i, don't I know. think that's fine i think but that doesn't mean that they want to be together all the time sure or maybe they secretly do and it just comes out at christmas time
1: maybe he gets down on one knee and says baby
0: Oh, don't ever do that. Yeah,
1: here's some boots. (laughs) Here's some boots. (laughs) (laughs) These will last you forever.
0: Twenty years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I don't know how you don't believe in magic if your shoes last you for that (laughs) long.
1: You know how many pairs of shoes I wish would last for fucking, fucking ever? ever? I'm wearing a pair.
0: Yeah. I wish these would last Just forever. Just last forever shoes. Yeah, no, I don't know <laughs> how she didn't come across magic faster. Right. Because I'd be like, these shoes should not still be existing. I know. Like, especially winter shoes. Like, they get extra. In, yeah. in Chicago, they get yes. extra work out of oh, being, yeah. like, in and out of the snow and the sleet mm-hmm. and the rain. and the What right. else? What else about these books? You had ideas. You wrote them down. and You didn't talk about them. We <laughs> talked about some of it.
1: No, you didn't. Well, here's here's a tie back then. Okay. I want to know and this is anybody here could speak up. You're welcome to Jack. I want to know what and you don't have you could tell me to fuck off. But I want to know what in certain situations like rain or really in any situation, maybe the cuffing situation, what is the resistance to the idea of falling in love or just the idea of love or the idea of
0: oh, it's definitely- love at it first sight. Well, it's for Rain in particular, she even talks about it. She'd never, ever taken a risk with her heart. So that's what love is. It's this giant risk that you're going to get hurt. Yeah. And for most people, or not most people, I guess, but for some, that's just not an acceptable risk to run. There's not enough benefit on the other side. So, you know. But how do you know? I don't know. If you've never, <laughs> never risked it You can just decide that you can decide it on your own and go, nope, I decided that's not a good yeah. risk to run. So instead, I will not love and I will keep myself safe and protected.
1: <laughs> but then you'll never experience the love. I just, I don't get Like, I gave Julian a second chance so much. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to love so much that mm-hmm. I went out there to risk getting hurt again, which I did, because I wanted to feel that way.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some people don't want to feel Am that I way so sadist? bad. No.
1: I'm no. a love sadist. You might be. That you might be a, a love thing. <laughs> I'm a love sadist. Because, I mean, it's not like I'm going to go out there and be like, eh, I'm going to give my love to everybody. I'm not, no. I'm not truly that person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's just such an incredible thing that I just think that even just the one time that you can take that risk is worth it. Cause then you'll never truly experience it until you experience it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like know. what's the, I don't know. I don't want to tell people to just go out there and like, just give themselves away. I'm not saying that, but if you haven't tried it yet, then what is it? What is it that you're afraid of? Getting right? hurt. <laughs> <laughs> But you're going to get hurt. It's going to
0: happen. <laughs> well, I guess not if you don't ever take Here's risk. the
1: thing. They could have had 20 more years of love. Now they're only going to have 60. Yes, this is a fairy tale. This is a paranormal <laughs> see, romance book. No,
0: I will argue that they wouldn't have. I will argue that they would have run away together that night and then been completely confused miserable people who didn't know themselves or what they wanted. Probably. That they had to both go through the next 20 plus years of experience where she had to like develop herself as a reporter mm-hmm. and kind of put that past that she had of the homelessness and the, and the poverty behind her and like put herself on. She, you know, went and tried a whole bunch of different jobs in different Mm -hmm. fields because reporting kind of, you know, newspapers (laughs) fall apart. Uh, Not so great right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You know, so she was getting into startups and kind of rebranded herself in this blog world. And he Went back home, ran away from his family, like finally walked out on them, went to college in England and lived in the greater world world that he'd never really lived in before Mm -hmm. because he was called as Santa's son, (laughs) the youngest, the baby (laughs) of the family. And so I just don't think that they're going to end up in the same place if you take the story in a different direction. Sure. So to say that they would have 20 more years of love, I think they would actually probably... (laughs) Now, obviously, I'm throwing aside the whole point, like the love at first sight aspect to these stories, because sure. that's supposedly why all three of these characters fall in love—is that they all experience love at first sight? Yeah, this couple didn't know it until later. Like Nisa and and Ryan are going to be, but able she to had a very that. good point, and that's what I get at. Rain's point was. I don't know that I believe in love at first sight, but I do believe you get as many chances the, with the right person yeah. to make the right choice. Yes. And so she was like, this is my third chance because she had walked out on him two Twice, times. So yeah. she came back and she's like, I got you get as many chances as you need to get it right.
1: That's valid. I think that's a good argument for it. I, I will like accept that. it. I do. <laughs> I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I Well, it's it's like... It's someone like you with a perspective of the other side to try to convince mm-hmm. someone like me. I would
0: never want to convince you. Not convince, but like I don't explain feel that to mine it to it. It's a good situation no. <laughs> <laughs> or a good stance to have. Necessarily it just is mine and I'm not willing to give it up yet. No,
1: and and that's totally and that's totally fine. And like well, obviously. Yes. yes, I accept it. That's that's great, Kalita. Like, no, that's a stupid answer. I'm not that's not what I'm not trying to say. It's great. Now I'm validating it. It's just so that I can understand it mm-hmm. on that. And also so that I can watch myself around other people that feel the same way. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I could step on toes a lot of the time. Oh, it's almost no. like maybe not to the extent, but it's almost kind of like, why don't you have children? You know okay. what I mean? And like, That's much more offensive. That's a way more <laughs> offensive. And I don't Then why ask don't you that. love? Right. <laughs> right but Um, I think it's borderline you know what I mean so like as a person who believes in that and I have children and I've been asked my whole marriage why I didn't have children before and I have to give the uncomfortable answer of I can't have children you know what I mean so like I get that uh, I'm on the flip side of that yeah so I just want to know from my own knowledge and my own self that I don't want to and here's you know
0: another perspective at it that kind of makes some sense to me and is kind of from my point of view is like There's a lot to be said for being alone. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's very great, (laughs) which is why I'm really freaked out (laughs) at this moment in time. (laughs) Because I've made a decision not to be alone and I don't necessarily think that's good. But (laughs) I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. But there's just, we have created a culture and a society that has this natural force of you get married Mm -hmm. and you have kids. And they're both like part of the conversation. And we're working really hard on changing that narrative that you don't ask women, (laughs) why don't you have children? Or when are you going to have children? Like that's, you know, until like the past 10 years or so, That was just something you got to tell to people about. And like we're saying, no, you don't get to ask that question. It's none of your fucking business (laughs) because you don't know any of my situation. Mm -hmm. But it's also kind of the narrative is like that isn't the only option in life. There are other paths that people can take and be very happy, content, fulfilled people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be. So you're like focusing very heavily on the. Um, soulmate relationship love but there's other love like you can have a life full of love for friends and other types of family and animals your pets and you know like the people who you work with or the charities that you're involved with and volunteering and so there's a lot more than just singling out finding a you know one relationship one person one soul person to be your love and that that's i know you don't only think that there's one love i know you don't i don't so but you're so pro-love but i'm taking it as from the perspective of like well i have other love and it's just not that because i don't like that love that one's (laughs) society sure (laughs) pressure for that love is too high yeah
2: you know what what you just said there that kind of relates to my brother in a lot of ways you know he's uh always kind of been a hermit we call him you know And, and i think a lot of it has to go goes right back to that like he just likes being alone he doesn't want somebody in the space or whatever i'm not sure that you know i think sometimes maybe he is lonely you know mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if he's willing to put the effort
0: mm-hmm. into
2: working those things out with mm-hmm. someone else and i think that that's sometimes a part of it with people too mm-hmm. you know because you is. have to do so much as i'm sure both of you know
0: yeah it's a lot of work you know and it's definitely easier <laughs> <laughs> to just be yourself and right. go your own way. Yeah. I yeah. always call myself a hermit. I say my I have significant hermit tendencies. Yeah. And that's why well, yes, I've never lived with a significant other. I've never lived alone. I always live right. with roommates because I know that if I ever just lived by myself, no one would ever see me. No. Again. You would be <laughs> I'd like be like, peace out, I don't need you. I wouldn't we would never see you again." <laughs> Cuz you know? I would just go home and be by myself and be
1: happy. <laughs> I've never lived alone either. I've always yeah. lived with either family or with Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's valid. But then, but
2: then when you talk about effort, maybe that's different than like, "Oh, I just saw you and I thought I loved you." I mean,
1: that's Yeah.
2: Maybe that's a little different. So I don't know. I mean, that's it's tricky. And Maybe There is some kind of magic there. Right. We can't explain. <laughs> exactly. You know? I just love you or I don't. I don't know. Maybe there are real elves and then out there. there's this where it's like, well, you'll learn to love.
1: yeah and it's like well or maybe I won't maybe I don't want to and it's all to each their own I'm just and and I'm not trying to convince everybody to go out there and try to experience it I just needed to know for myself
0: Well, I think it's good it's our like one sticking point sure (laughs) that will come up again and again always (laughs) always always it's just like i don't feel like i'm gonna move on my position anytime soon and And i'm wishy washy on stuff too like
1: i believe in love i don't believe in one true love i believe Mm -hmm. you can love as many people and the Mm -hmm. same kind of love Mm -hmm. obviously it won't be the same but i don't believe that there's just one Mm -hmm. true person for one but there's just that just isn't right my soulmate was my cat dookie was my soulmate Mm -hmm. he and i understood each other he was the one thing that I loved so much in this world like I can't you know I have children now (laughs) and my husband so I can't compare my cat to them but before them he was there he was he was my he was my guy Mm -hmm. I don't know the perspective of it's nice to know different perspective and like thanks Jack for sharing that I Mm -hmm. think that's very important yeah to understand so
2: I will say too that when I first met my now wife Mm -hmm. I liked her immediately okay from the beginning and I also thought she was attractive it wasn't just like, you know, hey, I love you. <laughs> yeah, my <eyes> closed.
0: <laughs> Jack just covered his eyes. <laughs> <That was perfect.
2: laughs> I thought to be honest, I thought she was sexy, but I also just immediately liked her and it was that thing and it was years later and we kinda of went through a break and some of the sure. other things you guys talked about. But that's kinda of how it started and that feels good to pursue it. So
1: that's good. Well, thanks for sharing that. I knew immediately I was going to marry Dan. I knew he was the one, and he knew. He wasn't attracted to me though. He didn't think I was very sexy. Oh. I'm not his type. He likes legs and Mexican food. That has nothing to do with nope. me. Nothing. <laughs> you don't so, have. Legs. I don't have either. <laughs> I have no Mexican food or legs. So, <laughs> no. You cook him cashew spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> that's a low blow <laughs> but yes i did okay uh, all right. right
0: we should rate this book or these books or yeah. the whole i don't know would you, how should we rate I don't know how them? we're gonna do this it's so, gonna be hard because we, this is a tough this is a tough rating
1: I, there's no sex scene no there's no sex so we can't really rate the sex i don't no. think that would be fair
0: i don't think it is either we can't know we can't so let's there's some hot the, kisses like nisa and ryan the kiss in his office is very it's a good mm, kiss mm-hmm. you should read that kiss mm-hmm. it's well done and it makes you want more yes the whole trilogy or whatever the books the three of them put together into one book is like a 7 i don't know it's so hard cuz i really did love the last two books i did i like and i loved was, the last one it it was just really the setup in the first one is so hard I don't know. Yeah, seven, I guess I'll give the book a seven. The books? To get, yeah, as a whole. Because like, we did read it. You, know, you can you know, get the ebook of it all together. Yeah. Or you could go out and just pick one. And if you're going to do just one, do the third one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holiday style, yeah. dressed in holiday style. But I also so. think Visions of Sugar Plums is very good, too. So you're giving it a toe-curling seven. Well, yeah. I mean... The toe really doesn't fall into play, it but it does
1: if they're elves.
0: They okay. do have pointy shoes.
1: <laughs> um, overall, I can give this a sizzling six. I would give the first one a low score. I would give the third one a high score, and I would give the middle one a middle score. <laughs> <laughs> that was so generic. Oh. I wish there was a little bit more and of course the short service so these were what they were meant to be. Mm-hmm. I get
0: that. I think that's where I'll end up with that. So, I yeah. think 6. 6 yeah. not bad. No, I think it's good. It's sizzling. I would like more of this world and as far as I could see she hasn't written more in it. So I think it's a neat world, and I think there's lots of things you can do in it. I like the idea of the S-elves. Yeah, I kind of want the back. So they're Santa elves. Mm -hmm. They're a particular lineage lineage of of elf that only those kind of elves can be Santas. Yeah. (laughs) They come from Santa's blood. And I just think it's fascinating, and I'd like to know more about it. Mm -hmm. And, like, we found out um, Rain has some magic, too. Yeah. They'd never identified what she was. No, but, but she got something. She lived on the h- fringe, and because she could keep seeing that magic and she kept uncovering it with her blog, mm-hmm. he thinks that she has magic. Because she also can't work technology. I was going to say, replacing all of her equipment all the time because technology doesn't work around the magic. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if your magical technology doesn't work for you, so... It was fun, and I'm glad we did it for Christmas. I did, too. And happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. I hope everybody goes cuffing. Okay. No, I mean, if you're already in a relationship,
1: don't. I mean, yeah, I don't mean like.
0: <laughs> you're already cuffing. <laughs> you're already cuffing. If, if you're
1: already you don't fucking cuff. So for our next book, we are going to read. My wolf and me from India are Adams, and this one's exciting because we have will just not have just gotten back, but we have gotten back from shameless twenty nineteen a couple of weeks ago months ago, whenever it's hard in the Time world it's
0: hard in, in the world of our recordings <laughs> we're gonna read this book and head to twenty to Shameless and we're gonna meet India and hopefully get to talk to her. About this book. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But if nothing else, we're reading it and we're going to meet her down there yeah. um, at, at the Shameless Book Convention. In the world of where you're listening to this, that happened months ago. <laughs> that has already happened. And I don't know if this is a YA or not, but we haven't touched one yet. So I'm going to go with new adult, which is slightly older than YA. Young okay. adult, because this is much like on teens new adult is kind of that like bridge area between teen and adult okay so like over 18 but that's just my guess based on what i've read about the book okay i heard it was good so i'm excited for it i'm excited too. so that's India, our Adams, uh, my wolf and me. Yep. Yay. Cool. All right. Join us next week. In the meantime, you can. Did you not, say next week? I <laughs> did say that. Don't <laughs> listen to that. No, don't join. I mean, if you We're want. We're not going to be We won't anywhere. be there. <laughs> but I don't know where we'll be. <laughs> Time doesn't matter in podcast <laughs> no, land. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it does anyway. Not. In the meantime, please reach out to us on social media uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, sh dirty books, and that's sh with three H's, or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. I totally forgot we did this part. Um, or you can visit
1: us on our website at com, or any place that you would find podcasts, the free ones.
0: Yep, iTunes
1: and... <laughs> SoundCloud is where Apple we Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of the fun places. So this is Sayla. And this is Kalina. And there's Jack. Say bye, Jack. Bye,
0: everybody. <laughs> see you next
1: week. <laughs> Jack will see you guys next week. Apparently Jack's going to be there. <laughs> Wherever there is. <laughs> bye. All right, bye.
2: Yeah, you've been listening to Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode with some more of your dirty books read to you. And
0: if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy music and amazing introduction.